traffic jams, tailgating, pile-ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Freedom is a major issue. That's why I chose to name this collection the Legalized Freedom Collection. That's the name of the tour. Gear up. Get your merch. Let everybody know you represent that freedom. Let them know you support what we're doing. You, you check out the podcast. We got hoodies, caps, some T-shirts. New T-shirt designs coming as well. But uh, stock up now. Legalized Freedom Tour merch. Do we have a promo code or anything? We do, but only if you're inside of the Discord, which is another reason why you should sign up for the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. So when you get a chance, check out the merch store. Uh, always dropping new stuff. We're thinking about some coffee mugs, maybe, you know, you never know what we're going to drop. So you go to chingobling.com, click store, click merch, and uh, you could shop your little heart out. Have a great time. Knock yourself out. Now, speaking of Tia members and agents of the mm -hmm. Tamal Intelligence Agency. These are proud to pay supporters. They're directly funding the growth of this show and the studios. And never before ever done. We're adding a new tier. Yeah. Super entry level. Super entry level for those of us, for those of you that want to join the Discord because you like Discord or you like chatting, you like that whole messenger kind of uh, interaction. We're going to have an informant tier. So it's $1 a month. Yeah. If you want just access to the Discord, that doesn't give you access to any uh, bonus episodes or videos or audio or anything. It's just for the Discord. You get access to the general chat room for a dollar a month. Yeah, that's like the main chat room. Yep. But uh, I think that's a steal. Yeah. That's a super steal because if you already listen to the show and you hear us talk about the agents and the community mm -hmm. and the Discord and the chat and just the direct connection at all times, um, hell, you can't beat that. No. That's a dollar. And that was like one of the main things that was like behind the paywall that yeah. only agents could access. But an agent suggested it. Say, call it the informant tier, do it a dollar, give them some access to some of the Discord. Yep. And uh, I'm excited about it. So uh, don't hesitate. Do it now. Take action. And you already support the show. Might as well take take that little leap of faith and uh, meet us on the dark side. It's all though. Enjoy the podcast. For sure. What's up, big Da! This is RPT, Red Pill Tamales, season number 14. Suck on that, haters. 14 seasons, 14 dozens of fresh, hot, red pill truth tamales. This is episode 162. I am your host, Chingo Bling. We got producer DJ Big Rob in the building. Yo, you're not going to let that go, are you? No, that's it's going to stick, bro. <laughs> I'm going to make it a thing. Damn it man. is 6 May, year of our Lord, twenty. 22. It is Friday, 6, 6 May. Friday, Friday. It's Friday. Friday. Because I'm in Corpus Christi all weekend long at Mesquite Street Comedy Club, the new location on the south side. Uh, legalized Freedom Tour. Oh, man. Sorry. I just had it. <laughs> the hell is that? I'm like burping and stuff. I need to get all the burps out before. Yeah. I, I popped this Coke Zero thing and I was like, mm, probably not the best thing for a podcast. But anyway. A little bit of aspartame. Yep. Um, legalized Freedom Tour coming in hot. Corpus Christi all weekend long, May 5th through the 7th. After that, Arlington, Texas in the DF-Dub, uh, May 12th through the 15th. After that, New Braunfels, May 20th. Abilene, May 21st. Do not sleep. Do not get sold out. Lubbock, May 22nd. 
Bryan College Station, two shows, May 28th. San Angelo, June 3rd. Odessa, June 4th. Austin, June 9th. So many more cities, dates, and VIP ticket links, all that. Just hit up the website, chinglebing.com. Uh, before it's too late, because we're coming to Albuquerque this year, El Paso, Irvine, Ontario, Denver, Oklahoma City in July, Chicago in August, Phoenix, San Jose, Waco. What is that? Waco in September. I think it's two days in Waco. Nice. Uh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's potential. Dude, have I been reading this Waco date? This shit ain't even set in stone. Okay. Sorry about that. No, you haven't been saying Waco. Okay. Sorry about that. Brea, California, Oxnard, San Antonio, Addison, all that and more. Chinglebean.com. Legalized Freedom Tour. Sass. Very excited about that, brother. Yeah? The whole thing or Waco? Just everything in general. Like, you know, blessed to like, dude, we have a fucking popping ass podcast, bro. Like 14 seasons, 162 episodes. I mean, we cover everything from like the media, big tech, free speech, um, stories getting suppressed, uh, the way things get framed to you, the way our people get bamboozled, you know, they assign them an opinion, uh, how the media ain't shit. Uh, and, and every day, every day, there's always something new. There's always some new meltdown, some breaking news. Um, and this show is made possible strictly by the love and support of the TIA agents, the members of the Tamal Intelligence Agency. If you want to sign up, you want to join, hit up patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales bro we just started a new tier it's only a dollar and you get access to the discord that's crazy yeah you get everything for that's, one dollar oh everything everything i mean just discord you don't okay. get you don't get no premium content you don't get the premium content you don't get all everything after the teaser of this episode or monday's episode because arguably the discord is probably like one of the most poppinest yeah, it's, it's probably one of the best perks you can get for any podcast, but especially ours because, I mean, come on. That's where all the action is. Yeah, it's the TIA. Yeah. And, um, they don't fuck I, around. And I, always, you know, I try to make a habit of letting the members of the, of the TIA, the only intelligence agency that I trust, I go on there and let them know, like, hey, guys, we're recording tomorrow. What topics? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So for sure, lots to cover. Uh, where do we begin, bro? Well, um, which debacle, which meltdown? Well, there are a lot of meltdowns, right? But there's a panel on CNN, and this is day in and day out until this man takes over. And even when he takes over, I feel like Elon Musk is going to fill the shoes of Donald Trump in the meantime. Well, he took he filled the shoes of Joe Rogan, who was filling the shoes for Donald Trump. These are all like, you know, straight white males with money that hate democracy. There was a, a joke that I don't think we saw in the compilation on a couple of episodes ago where Trevor Noah was making his jokes at the uh, White House, uh, what the fuck is it? Correspondence speech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dinner. And the last joke was like something about, you know, you give him a free meal and then he turns into Joe Rogan. Did you hear that one? Uh-uh. I didn't get it. I, I wasn't, I didn't know if you understood like, uh, see, I'm going to see if I can pull it up, but there was some kind of jab, which was the only jab at Joe Rogan, which I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. And then um, you know Pete Davidson. Apparently, there's a lot of celebrities in the in the audience too. So they're like at the correspondence dinner. Yeah, why the fuck Pete Davidson there? Him and Kim Kardashian were there. <sighs> Isn't that weird? What's I'm, the- I'm telling you, man. Kanye tried to warn y'all. He tried to tell y'all like, yo, this is all a fucking psyop. And apparently, that guy made. A, um, that guy Pete made a return to stand up where he was making jokes about Kanye. I haven't heard any of it. <sighs> I just saw the headline. Terrible dog. Trash. <laughs> Kim, I don't know what the fuck you doing. Trash. Shit's trash. I don't know what you're doing, Kim, but hey, to each his own, I guess. 
I'm going to see if I can pull that up all here in a bit. But uh, well, let's start with these people here who just, they can't get off Elon's nuts. You know, I think there's a bigger problem that when we focus on the personalities of people like Elon Musk and people say, oh, I think Elon's thinking this or that. There's a bigger problem here about how we are going to control the channels of communication in mm-hmm. this country. In 1927, we had the Radio Act. 1934, the Communications Act. Congress stepped in. We made rules. FCC wasn't great, but it's still regulating the broadcast industry. You can't use vulgar language. You can't do all these things with speech. We gave over our uh, what amounts to our airwaves or our Internet waves to Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. And we are in so much trouble. Because those guys believe in making money. We've already seen that with the 2016 election Mm. in Zuckerberg when he was taking rubles for ads from Russia and saying, oh, I think it's crazy to think they had any influence on this election. Mm. Musk is the same. Musk doesn't want it. You know, he's upset with the SEC, tried to, how dare they question him? You know what I'm saying? This is dangerous. We can't think anymore in this country. We don't have people. (laughs) No, I'm serious. We don't have people in Congress who can make regulations that can make it work. I think we can look to the Western countries in Europe for how they are trying to limit it. But you need, you need controls on this. You need regulation. You cannot let these guys control discourse in this country or we are headed to hell. We okay. are there. Trump opened the gates to hell and now they're chasing us down. Wait, we got to get it. No. I- so he didn't have an issue in, with Twitter when Jack Dorsey owned it? No, or, or when Black Vanguard, BlackRock, whoever, all these uh, Saudi Arabian princes. Uh, so all of a sudden, because Elon said, I'm going to open up free speech on Twitter. I'm going to stop with all the bullshit <laughs> suspensions and shadow banning and throttling and uh, locking out accounts when they got a story. Right there with what you said, before you even go further, all he said is, we're going to give everybody an equal playing field mm-hmm. to say what they got to say mm-hmm. to the people they want to say it to. Yeah. Now they have a huge problem with that. Now it's a meltdown. Now it's like, we cannot. This is dangerous for our democracy. <sighs> I mean, it's all in how you frame it. And that's why the normies that watch CNN, they get an opinion assigned to them. Like they're framing it and contextualizing it in a way where they're trying to tell you that it was never a problem until Elon said, you know what? I want to use some of my money to buy this thing so that it could be more fair. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's a threat that these people have the right to speak. Yeah. That's how I see it. Um, I posted a meme in the Discord earlier today where it was, uh, we should, people should stop pretending or stop being concerned with how he spends his money, Elon Musk, mm-hmm. and we should focus on how they're spending yours. And it's all, you know, Chuck Schumer, Pelosi, the government, you know, the, the elites. And it's true mm-hmm. that you don't get enough people that rally behind the message of like, where are the tax dollars going? Yeah. Yeah, they fucking us over. And, and it's almost like apples and oranges, too, because, you know, I guess that particular meme is a rebuttal to for everybody that's that's trying to say, hey, Elon, don't spend your money on on uh, social media platforms. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't know, man. I just feel like they already had a monopoly on how the zeitgeist and the public square and conversation and discourse and debate and discussion, they already had a monopoly. Like, they already control every other big tech besides what? Getter, True Social, yeah. Rumble. We, that's why we all got to be over here on Rumble and Getter looking goofy, <laughs> right? Like little ref, free speech refugees. It's like, oh my God, nobody's seeing my shit. And then the worst thing is if you're a stand-up comedian, you got tour dates and you're in Corpus Christi all weekend, Arlington coming up next, 
you're trying to get the word out, but you accidentally said there's only two genders. And now people ain't seeing your posts. Free speech refugee? You got to use that somewhere. You know, we're like free speech refugees going together and Truth Social and Rumble and just to watch a video trailer. This guy's calling for more FCC. He's calling for more government again. Bigger government, more bureaucracy, more people that tell you what you can and can't do. It's weird that this is supposed to be the channel where like we're we're open to we're, we're progressive where we want people to be able to do what they want you know welcome everybody love everybody no you're full of shit no nah, they want the government to have more power and that that's an excellent point because i i totally glazed over the fact that he's calling for more government interference and regulation a la, FC, a la fcc yeah. except they want a regulated internet a la ccp <laughs> Oh, they want to regulate the internet. They want to dictate what you're able to see. And the way they frame this conversation is always like, well, you're going to get hateful, violent people that are on there saying crazy disinformation. Uh, uh, Jen Psaki, Obama. Have you seen the Obama clip? No, which one? There's a clip that's circulating. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard said, Obama's orchestrating all this Ministry of Truth shit behind the scenes, and Biden's just a front man. Tulsi Gabbard uh, tweeted it, Instagrammed it. And um, basically, Obama's on there like saying, he's basically saying, like, you know, many uh, big tech companies, they're doing a good job of trying to regulate and moderate the content. Can I play it? Sure. And Instagram has a worst video player. Now acknowledge some responsibility for content on their platforms, and they're investing in large teams of people to monitor it. Given the sheer volume of content, this strategy can feel like a game of whack-a-mole. Still, in talking to people at these companies, I believe they are sincere in trying to limit content that engages in hate speech, encourages violence, or poses a threat to public safety. They genuinely are concerned about it. They want to do something about it. But while content moderation can limit the distribution of clearly dangerous content, it doesn't go far enough. Now, the good news is... is oh, that my God. Yeah, so basically... Dangerous according to who? Right. First question. And they always try to uh, contextualize the question as um, you're going to get hateful, violent speech and you're going to get like unsavory speech and people are going to be saying weird shit. You might get some Nazis on your Twitter platform now. You might have a KKK tweet along with the Ayatollah and ISIS and everybody else that's allowed to tweet right now except for Trump. So they try to make it seem like, you know, this is dangerous. It's dangerous speech. It's violent speech, it's hateful speech, and we need to go on there and we need to regulate and lock motherfuckers down. However, what it's really about is labeling what they don't like as disinformation, right? Mm -hmm. The minute you start saying, hey, there's shenanigans with the elections and stuff in Georgia, Wisconsin, what's up with the ballots in Pennsylvania, was that unconstitutional? Oh, boom, that's inconvenient. You're, you're, you're threatening our credibility. You made a slight little little joke a couple episodes ago about political correctness. I asked, I asked the question, you're like, well, that's when political correctness kicked in. Do you remember when this really happened? Because if we go to the early days of, of, uh, of Twitter, Twitter was also originally my favorite app. Uh, Rogan was kicking off. Corolla was blowing up. Mark Maron was blowing up. The podcast scene was blowing up in about 2011, 10, 11, 12. And Twitter was a wild, wild west. And I've said this before. 
and something happened somewhere between 2012 and 2000 and now 22 in the last 10 years. And it, it happened pretty fast. It was probably five years from that point where I guess they just saw like the genie's out of the bottle, the cat's out of the bag. We've got to start doing something to make sure that these people, these, these whatever they want to call them, enemies essentially, that the elite see people that are putting out information need to be, they need to be tamed. They're going too far. They're saying too much. And Twitter lost it, you know, four or five years after that initial boom of the podcast scene. And uh, I'm just curious, like, when did America get so fucking pussified? The pussification, not just of males, the way that uh, Jordan Peterson will talk about, but just America in general, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you have any idea of when that happened? Well, pussification of a country. Uh, yeah. It, that's a general statement. So so do you, so you saying specifically when it comes to... Speech. Twitter and speech? Just okay. speech, yeah, in that regard. Well... It, it may, if I had to just fucking guess, I'd say that America's enemies, both foreign and domestic, whether you're the CCP or any other country who would love to divide and destabilize America, they know that social media is the real weapon, right? That's why uh, Xi Jinping is like, bitch, we ain't worried. Yeah, we got missiles, bitch. We got missiles. But we also got algorithms and TikTok and AI, and we know how to study behavior and how these humans are going to interact. So I'd, I'd argue that the minute that uh, maybe some people with those values started really coming in the ranks at Twitter and just like, I think getting more and more, I mean, I dare call it radical in terms of like, oh, Donald Trump needs to be removed now. Like they have TDS, you know what I mean? And they think that, uh, oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is, you know, whatever. And AOC is the queen. She's the baddest bitch of all bitches. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the only thing I can kind of attribute it to is just like woke sellout Silicon Valley people. Mm. Right. They yeah. like they don't they don't mind paying all that rent in San Francisco because they work for big tech. Right. And they don't mind stepping over homeless people's needles and doo doo because they're big tech. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like a locust. Like, right. do y'all not see what y'all did to San Francisco? The yuppies? Like, the mission district is something else. Y'all done gentrified it to the point where can't nobody afford to live there. Um, and worse than that, y'all little locusts, y'all are really tampering with the the um, the toughness of America, the the principles of America, like the free speech. Now it's all like, your shadow ban, you can't say what a woman is. You can't, right. like, I mean, uh, what's her name? Adele. Remember, mm -hmm. she won an award. She said, I'm proud to be a woman. Boom, canceled. <laughs> uh, JK Rowling, they didn't try to cancel this woman 25 times. First, Adele loses weight and she gets canceled. And then she says, She's proud to be a woman who's in shape. And then she gets canceled again. She got canceled for losing weight? Yeah. How you how you cancel somebody for losing weight? Them big girls were like, "Aren't you with the body pause movement?" And you know, are you yeah. serious? Oh yeah, you don't remember this? Mm -mm. This happens just a little bit before the whole "I'm a woman" thing. They got mad at her for losing weight. Yes, I'll try to find. Like you sell out, bitch. You ain't fat no more. Yeah. Wow. They hit her with the chingo bling treatment, dog. Orale, you can't have tortillas no more, fool, because you want America first. Enjoy Look. your war, Normie. Check this, check this headline out. All right. Adele, it's not my job to make fans feel better about my weight loss. <laughs> oh, pobrecita. Yeah, man. That's, That's the this, headline. Yeah, where was this from? It was late last year, so about, yeah, six, wow. seven months ago. I'm telling you, man. Like, I don't know, bro. I can't call it. I don't know who ushered in all this stuff. Many argue that P 
PC politically correctness was kind of like inching towards where we are now. That is the end of the teaser. All right. If you want the whole enchilada, the full shebang, that's strictly for the patrons. We're hitting y'all with more premium content. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales and get full access to all of the shows, all of the content and all the premium exclusives. All right. See you there. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.